A special rebroadcast for the American Armed Forces and their allies. You're invited to drop in where the elite meet to eat. Duffy's Tavern. Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meet the eat, Archie the man just speaking. Duffy ain't here. Hello, Duffy. Tonight, uh, Dolores Hope and Bob Crosby. Bob Hope's wife and Bing Crosby's brother. Huh? Duffy, don't be a hog. He wants Lamore's mother. <laughs> Duffy, uh, Duffy, you didn't leave me finished before. Duffy, I have just given birth to a brainchild. What do you mean it must be an idiot? <laughs> Look, uh, how would you like a radio show to advertise a joint here starring... This will knock you over with a feather, Duffy. Hope and Crosby. You like that, huh? Well, thanks. Yep, Dolores Hope and Bob Crosby. Now, don't fly into a transom, Duffy! Relapse. After all, Bob Crosby's got a band. He, he's getting to be quite a non-entity on his own. <laughs> huh? To you, it's still ersatz, huh? <laughs> well, look, Duffy, I don't... You know, there's a madness in me method. If we star Dolores and Bob, what is more natural than they should invite down certain of their relatives tonight? Well, that's what I'm counting on. Huh? Oh, no? Look, Duffy, if I don't get Bob Hope and Bing Crosby down here tonight, you can pull every hair out of me head, one by one. Okay. Say, Eddie. Yeah, Baldy. <laughs> Another doubt in Thomas, huh? Eddie, Bing Crosby and Bob Hope will be here tonight, or my name ain't Mud. Look, Dolores Hope and Bob Crosby's coming down here, Right? Right. And Bing is Bob's brother, right? Right. And Hope is his wife's husband, right? Right. And Blood is thicker than water, right? Right. And I have writ a radio show, right? Wrote. <laughs> Wrote. Right. <laughs> I think you've taken leave of your tenses. Uh, now... Leave us start over now. Dolores Hope and Bob Crosby is coming down here tonight. Right? You go around this time by yourself. <laughs> so, Duffy's Tavern go have its own radio show, huh? Right. Uh, oh, we don't want to start that again. What you going to do on the show? Me? I'm going to be the writer and the director and the announcer. Uh, uh, I know you can't write and I know you can't direct, but that announcing, that's something I know you can do. Eddie, you think you can talk me out of this? <laughs> well, I could talk you out of writing and I could talk you out of directing. But that announcing, that you'll talk yourself out of. Mm. Why couldn't I be an announcer? All you need is perfect diction. Whose diction is more perfect than my own? <laughs> In fact, uh, people who have heard me voice have uh, called me another Ray Grave Swing. Yeah, you talk like that, and them saying people won't call you swing, they'll watch you. Oh, yeah? Well, we leave that up to the average radio listener. The heart. Hey, Renegan. Uh, I'm glad to see you again, Kip. 
suppose, uh, <laughs> Kip, suppose you heard a voice on the radio saying, uh, Duffy's Tavern has the most delicious, the most gustatorial, uh, the most savory food in the country. Uh, wouldn't you rush down here? Uh, not me, Arch. I was fooled once by that Orson Welles thing. <laughs> uh, besides, Arch, uh, what radio announcer would ever be dopey enough to say that uh, Duffy's food is good? Me, Finnegan. Uh, even you ain't that dumb. But then again, who is? You are. <laughs> sure. Finnegan, the idea is we've got to advertise the joint. Look, take tonight. Uh, Our specialty is uh, pig's feet or gratin. Uh, <clears throat> it's cooking on a stove. Yeah. Now, you know it, I know it, and a couple of customers in the joint know it. But what about all of the people on the outside? Open a window and the whole city will know it. <laughs> Open a window. Eddie, I don't mean just the city. This program is to attack people outside of the city. <laughs> don't forget, uh, they're human beings, too. They are. There's people living outside the city? Why, certainly, Finnegan. Hundreds of people live out in the country. So who are they? The people who went on picnics and got lost? <laughs> Finnegan, these people dwell there. They are habitats, so to speak. Uh, uh, mostly they're farmers. They're farmers? Oh, they're the guys that has daughters. Uh, <laughs>
Uh, waiter. Uh, yes? I'm looking for Archie. My name's Crosby. Oh, which Mr. Crosby shall I say? Well, you could tell him it's a Crosby without hope. <laughs> well, Bob Crosby. Uh, leave me bid you a welcome adios, uh. <laughs> You know, you are by no means the first Crosby to trash our crosshold. Well, I know. <laughs> I know that Bing recommended the place to me. He did, huh? Uh-huh, and me, his own brother. <laughs> well, anyways, it's nice to know that the old groaner has a good word for us. Oh, Archie, I, I guess he really likes the place. Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Told me Duffy's Tavern is a kind of a place that... What a fellow can go to and not be ashamed to bring along his horses. Well, it's nice of Bing to say that, but it's no credit to the joint, you know. <laughs> Them horses are his, he could be ashamed to bring any place. <laughs> yeah, but he's really a sweet guy, though, that Bing. Oh, he's a swell guy. You know, he'd give me the shirt off of his back. He would, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah, but I still love him. Yeah. yeah, I seen them shake. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's wonderful, you know, the way you Crosby stick together through thick, through thin, through storm, through Sinatra. Sinatra? Yeah. S N I T R O T A, Sinatra. <laughs> I don't believe that I know the person to whom you are referring, old man. Oh, look. Bob, don't con me. You know very well who Sinatra is. After all, don't forget, you Crosby's was the first ones to swoon. Oh, I know. You mean Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Why, why should we worry about him, Arch? Bing has money in the bank. I've got my orchestra. My brother Everett's got his own business. And my other two brothers are set for life. <laughs> in the clink. <laughs> No, they're in business. They're in business? What kind of business? Selling bobby socks. We don't worry about Sinatra. Oh. Archie. Oh, speaking of bobby socks, uh, Bob, I would like you to meet Miss Duffy, the daughter of the establishment. Miss Duffy, this is Bob Crosby, the brother of a very large establishment, too. <laughs> How do you do? It's mutual. Mr. Crosby, here's something that might interest you. Our club, the Ten Jolly Girls AC, just took a poll. Well, what sort of a poll? It was a poll to pick the handsomest band leader. And I'd like to tell you that you won first prize. Well, gee whiz, thanks. Yes, I'd like to tell you that. But the truth is, you came in for... <laughs> I came in fourth. Well, who beat me out? Harry Grant, Wendell Wilkie, and Harry James. Hey, now, wait a minute. Cary Grant isn't a band leader. I know, but he's honorary winner of all our polls. Well, how about Wendell Wilkie? Well, for him, we just felt sorry. <laughs> On account of he wasn't a pole, I suppose. <laughs> well, and Harry James. Now, look, I admit that he's got a great band, but as for looks... Well, I don't want to appear conceited or anything. Well, but... you see, Mr. Crosby, we had never seen either of you, so we left it up to Betty Grable. <laughs> Look, Miss Duffy, we have just taken a poll to pick the girl without whom we would much rather. <laughs> 
You're the lucky winner. <laughs> now, Bob, uh, leave you and me talk business. But uh, first of all, allow me to compliment you on how well you've been doing lately. Oh, gee, thanks, Archie. That's yes. Well, you know, with some guys having a successful brother can turn him into a bum. You did it on your own. <laughs> Well, that's very sweet of you to say that, Arthur. Well, I like to give the devil his dues. Only today I was talking about a radio program, you know, for the W. Stavern, and I says to myself, who should be the star of this program? So I thought for a minute, and then, bing, it came to me, Crosby. I mean, Bob, it came to me, Crosby, you know? Excuse me. Hello? Hello, Duffy. The radio program, we'll audition it for you in a little while. As soon as Bob Hope and Bing Crosby get here. I'm telling you, they'll be here. Look, Duffy, if they ain't, you can you can cut off me right arm. Okay? Okay. Hey, Lefty. <laughs> yeah? Mrs. Hope just arrived. Where is she? Oh. Oh, that cutie over there. Imagine a good-looking dame like that being married to... Well, good evening, Mrs. Hope. <laughs> Never dreamt that Bob Hope was married to such a delicate hunk of punker dude. That's a very pretty speech. Oh, perish forbid. The compliment is all mine. <laughs> so you're Mrs. Hope, huh? Who'd ever thought that Hope's better half was so much better? <clears throat> By the way, you see, uh, perchance gonna drop down here tonight to pick you up? Does he know you're here? Perish forbid. What do you mean? He doesn't allow me to come to places like this. Oh, I don't know why. After all, Duffy's caters to ladies. Look over there in the corner. A pink cuspidor. (laughs) And for feminine use only. (laughs) See, this is the kind of a place that customers even bring their mothers. See that big guy over there? That's Moriarty. And who's that sweet little old lady beating him over the head? His mother. Yeah, Bob's got this place all wrong. This place is really sort of a sewing circle. Well, not exactly a sewing circle. Well, it should be. Moriarty will need at least seven stitches. Seven? Hey! Oh, boy, that's terrific. I bet you and Hope keep gagging each other all the time. No, but you just gave me a thought. Ah, you're kidding. I bet you and him is like a turtle and a dove. I bet you're even jealous of him, huh? Jealous? Well, the way he kisses that Dorothy Lamour and all them pictures, you know, that Lamour's got plenty of toujours. I know, Archie, but Bob says kissing girls in pictures is strictly business. It's just like signing contracts. He told you that, huh? I don't know that Lemoore's lines don't look dotted to me. <laughs> oh, uh, Chayarchi. Oh, uh, Finnegan. Uh, Kip, this is uh, Mrs. Bob Hope. The Bob Hope's wife? Yeah. That's funny. There ain't the slightest bit of resemblance between them. Resemblance. Finnegan, your mother is married to your father. Do they look alike? Uh, exactly. Except my mother has a small mustache. 
Can I believe? Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Hope, I want to tell you, you have a very funny husband. (laughs) I listen to him every Wednesday. He's on Tuesdays. Tuesdays? And he's a fellow who says, oh, do you do? No. He ain't? Well, I feel sorry for you, Mrs. Hope. Why? You're married to an imposter. <laughs> oh, please, Finnegan. You'll have to excuse Finnegan Dolores. What happened is that one day Dunninger, you know, took his mind and he never retained it. Uh, now, Dolores, leave us get down to business here. Uh, Miss Archer. Yeah, Eddie. The customers are all asking when Mr. Crosby's going to sing. Oh, well, tell him any minute now. Bob, how's about singing a number, huh? Okay, all right. And Dolores, you're a singer. How about you and, uh... Grown-up junior here. Uh, how about you throwing a number together? Who play the accompaniment? That's easy. Joe Venuti. Hey, Joe. Yeah, Arch. Uh, would you mind uh, accompanying Mr. Crosby and Mrs. Hope? Sure. Where are they going? <laughs> Venuti, you know, if you had a brighter look in your eye, I'd think you were kidding. <laughs> look, just go ahead and play some music. They'll accompany you. Okay, Arch. One... Take it easy, take it easy Don't you know it's more romantic When a dance is slow Take it easy, take it easy What's the good of feeling high When all the lights are low Take it easy, take it easy We've got lots of time ahead of us, the night is young Take it easy, take it easy Don't you know this music should be swayed instead of swung? Take your time, take your time, dance it with it Take your time, take your time, slow if you Take it easy, take it easy, take it easy, take it easy. Don't, don't you know you're not supposed to make a rumba jump? Take, take it easy, take it easy. If you, if you don't, don't like it, then I'll put a bump. Take, take it easy, take it easy. Don't you know it's time for romance when the music's sweet? Take it easy, take it easy. You should really try to make your heart control your feet. Take your time, take your time. Dance with me. Take your time, slow it thing. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Really bravado, Bob. <clears throat> Bravo, Mezzatissimo. <clears throat> you two are great together. Just the two people be the stars on our radio program. Hey, what's this about a radio program? Uh, Duffy's Tavern is about to take Ethan. <laughs> but, Archie, I've already got one radio program. Bob, when your brother Bing had one son, did he stop there? <laughs> Touche? Well, what in the world am I supposed to do on this program? Well, it's simple. All you got to do is act in it and uh, get the guest stars. Oh, brother. Right, and her husband. (laughs) You see, Bob and Dolores, to help this first audition, I saw that Tom uh, promised Duffy, our sponsor, that uh, we'd have his guest stars tonight, Bob and Bing. 
Oh, Archie, that's ridiculous. I can't ask Bing to go on this clam bake. And if I asked Bob, his next picture would be the road to Reno. Look, I don't know why you, what you're doing to me after all. I'm, I'm a charming fella. <laughs> For my sake, why don't you at least try? Go ahead, Dolores. Call Bob up. Huh? Oh, but Archie. Oh, go on. Here's the, here's the phone. Here, Ollie. No. Here, here. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Hope, please. Hello, Bob. This is Dolores. I'm at Duffy's Tavern. Now, don't get excited. All right, I won't eat anything. Clark, what do you know about this place? Oh, Bing told you? What did he say about it? Oh, it's a place where when you order a zombie, you get the manager. Ask him how he'd like to come down. Bob, Archie, the manager, has written a radio program, and he wonders if you would come down and... What, Bob? Such language. Uh, and I promised Duffy, Bob, Hope, and Bing Crosby. How could you people let me down like this? Hey, we'll do the show. But I promised Duffy, Bing, and Bob. Okay, we'll give them Bing and Bob. Huh? Now, Crosby, don't throw straws at a downing man. No, come Duffy's on the phone. Imagine him calling up here. Uh, hello? Hello, Duffy. Well, we're all set. Well, I told you I'd get him and I got him. Bob Hope and Bing Crosby in person. 
You don't believe me? Listen in. Okay. All right, fellas, we're all set. Uh, music. Benoni, we start the audience. Presenting the Pig's Foot Hour of Charm. <laughs> Brought to you by Duffy's Tavern, makers of Mother Duffy's Triple Soap Pig's Feet. The Pig's Foot with a Soul. And starring Bob Hope, Bob Crosby, Dolores Hope, and Bing Crosby. <laughs> also, that outstanding personality, your friend and mine, myself. <laughs> and now we start off the festivities with uh, Bob and Dolores singing our theme song. Triple soap, triple soap, Duffy's feet are triple soap. <laughs> Thank you, Bob and Dolores. And now... <clears throat> A brief word from our sponsor. <laughs> Folks, are you tired of home cooking? Do you have digestion? <laughs> Why not come down to Duffy's Tavern? We're in an atmosphere of congealed refinement. <laughs> you can participate of a home-cooked meal. Our prices are beyond the reach of the smallest purse. <laughs> so for real gutsatorial delight, come to Duffy's Tavern. And now leave us present our first guest of the evening, Bing, Boo Boo Boo, Crosby. Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits huh? for me. Well, he's a little off key tonight, and Duffy. And thank you, Bing Crosby. And now, ladies and gentlemen, another brief word from our sponsor. Tonight, in addition, in addition to Triple Soap Pig's Feet, we are also featuring... We are also featuring Mother Duffy's famous Irish borscht. for the big red beets in the plate. <laughs> and now, our second guest star of the evening, Bob Hope. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bob Pigsfeet Hope telling you to eat the feet that are triple soaked and no one will wonder why you croaked. Or, to sell his feet to Duffy's Tavern is every pig's idea of having. <laughs> Hello? Oh, Duffy, you like Hope, huh? <laughs> He's better tonight than he's ever been? Well, uh, what do you think of the show so far? Should have more commercials, huh? All right. Okay, Duffy. Or... Thank you, Bob Hope. Uh, and now, a word from our brief sponsor. Duffy himself, the smiling Irishman. Duffy personally says, try the blindfold test. Close your eyes and stick a plate of Duffy's pig's feet under your nose. <laughs> then, stick a plate of ordinary pig's feet under your nose, if you still have a nose. <laughs> Duffy's feet run first every time. <laughs> Remember, with men who know their pig's feet best, it's Duffy, six to five. <laughs> what one of our leading pig growers has to say. I said, 
hear what one of our leading pig growers has to say. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Remember, folks, no other pig can make this claim. <laughs> and furthermore, ladies and gentlemen... Hey, Archie, Archie. Yeah? We're going. Yeah, this program really oinks. <laughs> but look, you can't leave. Now you have to do the closing theme song. Okay, shall we give it to him, Dolores? But definitely. <laughs> Duffy's pigs feet hit the spot. Just a nickel buys a lot. But if you'd rather spend a dime, arsenic takes much less time. Good night, Archie. Hello? Duffy, I didn't write it. Huh? I'm fired. Duffy, don't fire me, please. Honest, I, I promise you, if I ever get mixed up in another thing like this, you can, you, you can run me through a meat grinder. One hamburger coming up. <laughs> He's uh, joining the Navy. Yeah. After this, Jack Benny's only going to see his dentist twice a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when he's on furlough. Well, so long, Duffy. I'll see you next week. <laughs>